to another episode of the Mickey Allen Show. I am your host, Mickey Allen. And I'm your co-host, Roz. And as you guys can see, we have another beautiful lady at the table with us. It is our guest for the evening. It is Sean Hawkins. Welcome her welcome. to the show. Welcome, Hello. welcome. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're Appreciate welcome. It. You're welcome, guys. We are excited because she's an amazing guest. Um, I did put on Facebook 
today that the topic will be um, of this show will be overcoming teen dating balance. So we're definitely going to talk about that and tackle that and be able to help someone. So we're going to definitely be giving out a lot of information. So guys, um, be prepared, get a pen or something, because take, take some notes, um, share this video. Mm -hmm. If you're watching right now on YouTube, please subscribe, subscribe to the channel and yes. also share. And also we're gonna be taking phone calls today. So if you would like, if you have a um, question or comment that you would like to ask any one of us, you can call us at 240-719-2560. So y'all see that Roz is back, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, Welcome yeah. back. Yes. And another year older. I know, right? Yes. You guys know my birthday was Friday. Yes, it was. So it I was. Thirty nine. Oh my goodness. Yes. Thirty nine, yes, yes. y'all. Oh shucks. Oh shucks. <laughs> yes, well that is good. thinking of you you know you've been going through a lot this year but you yeah. have still been showing up thank you and i just want you to know that i love you and i appreciate oh, you. you oh thank you. <laughs> i know i'm trying not to cry <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you thank you yeah so my birthday was uh the weekend so that's what i did for the weekend and it's so funny my daughter you guys know imani she has a mind of her own she's seven but she came in the house and she's like I didn't want to do anything. You guys know I lost my mom on October the 12th, so I'm still trying to just figure life out, you know, because um, it was unexpected, whatever, all of that. So my daughter comes in the house like, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm chilling in my onesie watching this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it's your birthday, and Grandma Kern wouldn't be happy if you just sit in the house, and we got to go somewhere. And she just kept on, kept on. So finally, 9 o'clock at night, I was like, let's just go out to eat. Because mm. Imani was not. She wasn't she having was, it. She was not. She ate her father's face like, why we not taking mommy out to eat? She in her brother's face like, do y'all have money? Like, Because <laughs> I know y'all work. Yeah, so 9 o'clock, they end up, we went out to eat. Um, so it was good. Just, you know, my kids, my husband, my dad uh, went out. And then Saturday uh, went out again to Hook and Reel. Mm-hmm. I heard of it. I haven't been there. Been there. Been there. Girl, I haven't been there. We gotta go there. Mm. I wanna hook and reel that food. <laughs> I that heard food. it was good. It is good. I didn't like the shrimp. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like the shrimp. Did, did you have the shrimp in your bag? I can't even remember what okay, I, I didn't like the shrimp. First of all, they was like head on or head off. I'm like, if you don't take them head wow. off, they was like, it's four dollars. I said I don't care if it was fourteen dollars more. Wow. So 
you put you get whatever you want in your bags. I had crab legs and shrimp, and then it was potato and corn. Listen, mm. listen, that. Corn. So they put everything in a bag. It's like a boil. Oh, a boil. Girl, you open that bag, and the aroma came up, and I was like. <laughs> And then the corn, because you know the corn be so juicy. I feel some kind of way because I was like, no. That corn be good. <laughs> corn good anyway. It I is. love corn. And so it's in that bag. So all the juices and everything is in there. Oh, my goodness. And then they got their little special sauce. So they steam everything in the in the in plastic bag, and then you open the bag up. Yep. And they give mm. you a bib and yeah. gloves and everything What's to eat. restaurant that's similar to that? It's another restaurant. Dude. I like they gave me gloves because I don't be trying to like. Yeah. But the gloves was making me mad though because I couldn't get in it like I wanted to get in oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm the type of person that I don't like my hands to be wet right. while I'm eating, yeah. so I'm constantly. Right. You'll see me with like oh, 20, napkins. 20 napkins That's over here. You no, know, they give you yeah. gloves. Mm -hmm. They give you gloves and they give you um a bit. But it was really nice. The food was good. The service was good. Oh. Um, it was like it was it was really it was really nice. But you can get awesome. all kind of stuff in your bag. You can get. I just had crabs and shrimp. Do you get muscles? Muscles or Oh yes, yeah. You can get mm -hmm. all of that in there, but we gotta go. It was really good. Oh, we it gotta go. We hooking gotta go. real, y'all. <laughs> yes, hooking <laughs> real. So that's that's that was my weekend. So that was good. It was. That it was, was good. It, it was so funny because it's on my phone. You guys know I got this, but the of all the stuff I got, we got donations. Uh, people gave our donations for daughters with a purpose. You guys know we have an event on Sunday. So I asked for my birthday in lieu of gifts or taking me out because I really didn't want to go anywhere if people can donate. So shout out to all the people who have donated. We appreciate that. Um, but one thing, my son, you know Shiloh is quiet. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really, like, talk or mm -hmm. whatever. And he got me this car, beautiful car, and he wrote a message on it. I made a message mm. that, like, literally, and when we're going to break and come back, I'm going to read this message, but... It literally was like, oh my goodness. Like, you never know how someone views you, even yeah, your own children. Wow, like, true. you don't know how they see you when mm -hmm. they think about it. And I was reading, like, my son wrote this, you know? So, of all the gifts that I got, all the wishes and things like that, just to hear my 20 year old son oh, write wow. the stuff that he wrote to me as his mom makes me know that, like, in all my life, I've done something right when it comes Yes. To oh, my goodness. Shout out to Shiloh. Yes. yes. That was awesome. Was. That was awesome. It because was. it is. It's always awesome that when the children that you raise Absolutely. can come back and share with you, you know, all the things they have watched you overcome mm -hmm. and do things. It's, I'm telling you, I know it was definitely a moment it, for you. It was. I was like. Wait, I had an open, and it said from your firstborn. Like, oh. like you know, that's what he said to me. So. Your firstborn. He don't want so. y'all to get it confused. No, that's, he let it know, and he underlined okay. it. But yeah, so that's well, that was good. Weekend? My weekend was quiet. Okay. I ain't really do anything. You know, I ain't really trying to move too much. I'm still yes. trying to heal Please. properly. Please properly heal. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do anything. And you know, now that I live out in the country, you know, once I get out there, well, I'm, well you've been <laughs> people, in the country. People don't understand. When you get home, when you <laughs> live yes, down Charles God. County, all the way at the end of PG County, Charles County, St. Mary, you ain't coming back out no. when you get in the house. Mm -mm. Like, it's, so, it's hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's very it's hard a, to do. I struggle to fight hard. through it anyway. Mm -hmm. So when I come home, I'm just like, oh, I'm this. Listen, unless it's apocalypse <laughs> happening out here, like I'm gonna stay in the house. It's true. So you know what I did? I stay in the house and I watch movies. I mm -hmm. watch so many movies this weekend. Oh, I have met. I watch so many movies this weekend. Thriller, suspense, thrillers, horror, okay. comedy. I did. Um, watch um tiffany haddish um black um mitzvah 
and it was really good. You like it? I enjoyed okay. it. It okay. was, you know, it was good. Once I got into it, I was laughing, okay. and I appreciated, you know, what she was doing, and I was excited. She did it for her 40th birthday, and okay. so I was like, okay, I'm going to support the sister. <laughs> Me, I'm the type of person, like, before I watched it, I heard so many people saying it wasn't good, mm -hmm. right? Talking about something they don't think she's funny. But for me, I don't look at it like that. I'm just like, if I got a way to support black people, right. me just if I just turn it on and walk away from it, right. I'ma support yeah. them. Yeah. But I actually sat there and watched it and it I laughed. It, yeah, was, pretty, it, it was really funny to me. She had another movie that I watched and I was like, I gotta watch it because you know, gotta mm -hmm. support the people. But the kitchen. Did you see the kitchen? Did you I did, not. did you see the kitchen? Yeah, it was one of the movies I was just like who in it with her? Tiffany Haddish. What's that funny lady? Melissa McCarthy? Is oh, the her? white girl. Yeah, she hilarious. She, she is no, funny. She is funny. She is funny. But Tiffany Haddish didn't play funny in this role. She played no, a, she played a, like, a thug. A serious. Like a, uh, yeah, like she's supposed to, like a gangster. She, like, it, Oh, like, she was bringing out her South Central L.A. I roots. Know. I feel like if she would have really brought out her real roots mm -hmm. instead of the... Irish Roots, like the movie was about. Oh. So it was kind of, but again, like we say, for the home scene, you do it. So I was watching it like this. It's almost over. This movie is almost <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I do like you, Tiffany. I, I, I know. I do. So. Well, I'm glad you rest because you needed to rest. You had I did. Been, you know, moving and going. And sometimes when you don't listen, God nicely just sits you right on down. He sure did. Because everybody keep on saying, how did you get hurt? And every time they be like, I be like, don't y'all know. And it was, it's so funny now because what I was doing, like, y'all, I'm telling you, I had the olive oil. I had my hands all greased up. I had the cross on my head. I had anointed <laughs> my sister and everybody around me. I was doing all this, went down to reach down to lay my hands on my nephew to pray for him. Oh, my God. It felt like I got shot in the back. It felt like I had got shot. I was wow. like, oh, my God. I'm steady praying. Every time I pray, oh, Lord. What? <laughs> Lord. I'm praying for him and praying for myself all at the same time. I felt like Sam, Sam, um, Fred Sanford, instead of holding my chest, I was holding my back. <laughs> like, Come on, my Yes. I mean, it was terrible. And it put me out for um two weeks Man, because wow. I couldn't even walk. And I, it was so painful. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand, I couldn't do anything without feeling that pain. And I was like, oh my God, it was something that I had never experienced like wow. that before. You and be careful. just to learn how to walk. Like when people say they had to learn how to walk again, I know sometimes you be like, learn how to walk. But just in that short period of time, I couldn't walk. Like every step was so exhausting. Wow. And the things we take for granted. For like granted. Like walking is just like a natural for granted. Us, you know it, what I'm saying? It, it was so exhausting to even do that I even had to um, walk with. I was walking with a cane that even on Thanksgiving, some of my family members, they was looking, they was like, what are you doing with a cane? I said, walking. <laughs> what <laughs> you mean what I'm balance. doing with it? Yeah. You, and, and that's true because you got to get your, your balance, balance back. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to walk and you wow. got to take it slow because you're so afraid that because any way you move, it was painful. Mm. I'm glad you're doing better. Yeah. So and they gave, yeah, so yeah. they gave me 10 days. They was like, you know, if it don't start cleaning up in 10 days, then we're going to have to start looking at other stuff. And I was like, mm -mm, God, I know you're going to work this out. So like on my ninth day, no, the eighth day, 
I felt the change in my body. Like, okay, now I I went to turn. You know, sometimes we take movements for granted. Yeah. We don't really know right. all the movements we we're making. And yeah. We and, and one time I went to turn like this, and I didn't feel nothing. I said, Oh my God. Okay. Aww. Okay. It's getting yeah. better. It's getting better. So then I started Googling exercises that I can do while I was laying on my back. And so it helped me. Welcome to 50, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's crazy because like the doctors, I had two back injuries from two prior car accidents. And wow. so they had told me that as I get older, that I would start experiencing wow. more things when it comes to my back. So, welcome to 50. Yeah, they know right. it was our they big right. 50 this yes. year, so yes. welcome to 50. Yeah, so I'm just thankful to be here, thankful to walk. I'm yeah. just like, I mean, I just, you know, like when you're down like that and, and you're a spiritual person, God starts showing you so many things. You know, I'm naming, and I'm thinking about people that's paralyzed, wow. people that wake up every day that's sick, and just having that empathy. And yep, saying, God, and you know what? We take so many we things do. for granted yep. that this is experience for me to be like, you know what? He just continues just to keep making me more humble in everything that I do. Yep. Amen. So how was your weekend? Your week. We're going to say your week. <laughs> My week. My week is, has been busy. Mm-hmm. Last, well, this past weekend, I did a lot of shopping. Uh-oh. There's uh -oh. several, well, for kids, there mm -hmm. are a lot of, um, toy drives mm -hmm. so I purchased quite a bit of toys but the bad thing is I keep forgetting to bring the toys <laughs> <laughs> We need them toys. I know you want to but we need, we we need, need them toys. Yes. <laughs> they're in my family room, and I just have to grab some bags. I mean, but I call to use them yes, all like, did you deliver them toys you were supposed to deliver to those people? Because they need them. You we see, do. we stressed out about Sunday. I got you. I help you out. Okay. <laughs> we yes. We're going to be looking for her. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. We definitely want to talk about that, guys, um, today, because we have two um, toy drives that we're doing. You know, of course, um, we have the ones with daughter of a, Daughters with a Purpose. Mm -hmm. This coming Sunday, guys, we're going to be at the Oak Crest Community Center. Yeah. And what's the address there, Ron? Ooh. Um, I want to say it's 13. Google it. Can people still come and drop yes. off toys that so day? So you can come and drop. First of all, let's just be clear. This is a free community event. Okay. okay? Free. Do y'all hear that word? Free. <laughs> this is a free community event. Music, DJ, and stuff like that. If you want to just come there that day and drop off some gifts, if you a business and want like to donate food, sodas, ice, um, whatever, we would love to have you. We have 63 children wow. that have registered RSVP to be at that event. So 63 children plus 30 plus adults there. So we definitely need the community help to continue put on these free events in our community. And we're right on Marlboro Pike. Absolutely. We're right on Marlboro Pike. Absolutely, so. guys. So please, in your, in your office this week, you know, talk to some people in your office. Maybe you guys can um, sponsor, you know, as a group mm -hmm. and yes. do some toys, you know, just to help some um, underprivileged yes, children yeah. out this year. And also here at Vox Way, we also have our aim annual um, toy, toy drive, drive going on so you guys can bring it here at 4711 off place in Suitland Maryland inside a star import dealership 
Um, you can come here between the hours of 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. and mm -hmm. just drop off the toys in the boxes. And here you can bring un new unwrapped toys. Mm -hmm. And know that um, for Daughters with a Purpose, it's actually a tax write-off also, because I know people are looking for those. So we yes. are a nonprofit <laughs> under Valuable Blessings. Um, so it is a, a tax write-off. And you can make a child smile, too. You just don't Absolutely. even know. The littlest gifts, they be happy yeah. over the littlest things. And like, they do. Just the they do. To... Just to open something. Yes. We will be wrapping them so just be able to unwrap and see something so yeah. absolutely so guys we want to thank you for watching and again if you're watching on youtube please subscribe to that channel we're getting ready to take our first break and when we come back we're going to get into this conversation with our phenomenal guest sean hawkins yes. so keep watching we'll be back you ready to move a little bit here been a long time ill. Hey, I watch the bug of it. We want to start off in cruise control for you, baby. A nice and easy feeling. Ah! Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the bug watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. That's right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy B day to big paw. Watch the clock and watch it. And Lauren got a birthday. That's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right, that's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right, hey, Abella, Donna, watch the Papa do the work. He's a born of Cherie, sweet Cherie, baby, yes indeed. Hey.
that time of year again. The second annual Toy Drive, your chance to give back to the community by helping a child have a happy holiday. Stop by Voxwave Studios, 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland, and donate all your unwrapped toys. No later than December 20th, it's our second annual Toy Drive, sponsored by Urban Style Media, Voxwave.com, and Star Imports the home of the boutique car buying experience. So enjoy your holidays and give back to the kids of the DMV. Toy to a child in need. It's the Voxway 2019 second annual toy drive. It's all for the kids. From December 1st through December 22nd, drop off a toy for the less fortunate at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And let's work together to make this holiday special. So welcome back and thank you for tuning in again. Please subscribe to the channel. So Roz, take it away. So you guys, I'm just going to read some of the bio of the beautiful Sean Hawkins, who is in here with us today. A woman of God, a single mother, a missionary at New Home Baptist Church under the leadership of Pastor Bobby D. Hicks a domestic violence advocate and a real estate agent. Okay. She has a son, 25, a daughter, 14, a granddaughter, one. She was born and raised in Washington, D.C. She attended D.C. public schools, graduating from H.D. Warriors. <laughs> I knew they was going to get excited. That's I okay, because I knew D.C., you know, D.C. in the house. Um, she later received a degree in accounting from Prince George's Community College. Whoa, whoa. Right out. Yes. yes. I know that. She is a domestic violence survivor removed from her abusive marriage, marriage over 16 years ago. At the hand of her then boyfriend turned husband, she was physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, and sexually abused when they were dating as teens, which continued to continue and escalated into the years of marriage. After being removed from her abusive marriage, she knew that the years she spent in a hostile and very volatile relationship would not be in vain. She somehow knew that one day she would be able to help someone else in the same dilemma. It wasn't until 2013 that she received her calling to step into her purpose to become a voice of hope by advocating for other women and girls who find themselves in an abusive relationship. Her desire and goal is to help those trapped in a world of abuse to find a way to escape from harm's way and to help prevent abuse through teaching, mentoring, and providing tools and resources. Sean has not only survived, but now thrives as she walks in her liberty to be everything that God has called her to be again. Yes, Welcome. yes. Welcome, Sean. <clears throat> and that is definitely something I want to point out when, when she broke down um, uh, domestic violence because again we're still educating and teaching people that domestic right. violence is not just physical mm -hmm. and she said it here physical mentally emotional verbal and 
sexually abused. So we want to make that very clear because I still see that in 2019, people think that domestic violence is just physical. Absolutely. And it's so much more. But welcome. Absolutely. Welcome. 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 And, and we know we always got this thing when we meet another survivor, survivor. and everything, <laughs> that just to let them know that we are so glad that you made it out. Praise we are God. so glad that you yes. are here to be able to share your testimony mm -hmm. so you can be able to reach back and help someone else. Amen. So thank you because Amen. we know that this is not easy. It, it, it's not an easy thing to do to stand in front of people who you don't know and talk to people who you don't know and tell them about your most private, intimate mm -hmm. things that goes on in your life. But the blessing in all of that is that what you learned in that and how you overcame that. That's the gift of yeah. that. Because yeah. we know that everybody don't, don't make, make it out. out unfortunately. Unfortunately. So that is definitely what we're yeah. going to talk about here today. We're going to definitely talk about overcoming teen dating violence. So, Sean, again, welcome. Thank you Thank so you much. so much for coming. I appreciate you. And so what I want you to do is talk to our audience on YouTube and also Facebook. Just tell them about your story. Tell them about your relationship where you was a teenager, yeah. how it started, and how did it progress. Yeah. So it all started when I was just 14. I was actually at Wilson Junior High School. The nice, yeah. the nice, the nice, the nice. Yeah, I, knew nice. She, I knew she was about to get excited. <laughs> I knew she was about to get excited. <laughs> this is DC all the way. I'm sorry. Those were my schools. <laughs> you went there? Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went there with her sister. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, love. I think we're like a year apart. Mm -hmm. But yes, yeah, so it all started ninth grade, Wilson Junior, and it was just a crush and we began to talk be friends and he was this quiet young man just handsome and I was just attracted to his quiet meek you know demeanor so I was like okay so we got to know each other and he started walking me home from school and we became boyfriend and girlfriend and everything was just cool just you know puppy love mm -hmm. and then it progressed to a point where Yes, we're spending a lot of time together, but then he became a little possessive, mm -hmm. where he really didn't want me to hang out with my friends and my cousins anymore, and just took a lot of my time. And now I'm thinking, oh, he really loves me, and that's, you know, normal, so cute or whatever. Mm -hmm. But again, it just became a play, a thing where he just wanted me all to himself, mm -hmm. and so it became a controlling thing, and so. He began to make threats, like if you tell anybody, um, I'll, I mean, it never, you know, manifested, thank God, mm -hmm. but it would be threats about my, to my family. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't say anything. And at the time I was living with my grandmother and my little brother was living with us. And so he would make little comments like, you better not say anything. Cause at one point I got tired of him just being so, um, just controlling and just doing little things. He would do little things. It wouldn't be so much that he would like punch me in the face or anything where I would have a scar on my mm -hmm. face or a black eye, but he would do little things like maybe push me or choke me. And, and it just got to the point I got tired of him doing little things to me. And I remember he was in my room one day and I had actually hit a little knife, like a little steak knife. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm tired of him keep doing something. Mm -hmm. And I never said anything to my grandmother. So I'm trying to take control of this situation on my own. And he saw me pull out the knife. He was like, what you gonna do with that? 
and I was too scared. I'm not a violent person. Mm -hmm. So it just progressed. And I know people probably look at someone and be like, oh, they so stupid. Why didn't you just leave? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you tell someone? But again, I'm naive. I'm young. So I'm thinking I don't want to say anything because I don't want my family to be harmed. So we continued to go on through high school, and at some point I did reach out to a teacher because at points throughout the relationship, I would get tired. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping for some type of relief or some type of, you know, intervention from someone. And so that did come in high school where we actually had to meet with the assistant principal, and both of our parents had to come up. Well, my aunt came up to represent me, and I think his mom came to represent him, but, you know, we end up getting back together, even mm -hmm. after the meeting and everything. But there was really never any consequences. So again, because I just, you know, just was naive and, oh, he says he's sorry. So I'll just continue to, you know, just be with him. And then I think at one point he actually did hit me in my face and we were at school and we were at HD because he thought I was looking at some boy. Mm -hmm. So I actually, he did punched me in front of other people. Um, it was just, to be honest, even like now when we're on Facebook and you see your high school friends, I could barely remember half the people because mm -hmm. I was so, yes. he, he and I were like this. Mm -hmm. You saw him, mm -hmm. you saw me, you saw me, you saw him. Mm -hmm. And so I never really got a chance to experience high school like mm -hmm. everybody else. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing I do regret mm -hmm. because again, he just, kept me so close to him mm -hmm. and every moment and every day wasn't bad but right. there were just more bad days <laughs> good. than good days right. absolutely and you know a lot of times I think about that when we're when we're sharing our story because we have so many young girls that are actually living that right mm -hmm. now you know who are in um, abusive um, relationships that can't tell their parents mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so I always try to ask myself that as a parent what can you do that if your child is not saying anything to right. you their their grades is still good mm -hmm. they're still going to school not those normal red flags are showing up at your door mm -hmm. as a parent how can you how can you talk to a child just to check on them to see if everything is okay like what what did you need at that time like when those teachers had stepped in what what did they give you that you needed in that moment, those adults, I'll wow. say? I never had anybody ask me that. I don't know why I'm feeling a little emotional about that. I know, I'm about to cry too. I'm <laughs> like, man. <laughs> um, that's, that's a good yeah, that question. Was, that was rough. I mean, because at the time when I was coming up in high school, and that was one of the points that I do make, and it's not at all to make my parents look bad, but at the time, both of my parents were actually on drugs, mm -hmm. they were got caught up in the crack epidemic. Mm -hmm. But praise be to God, today they are, you know, free and amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. So they're no longer in bondage with that. But at that time, I did not have that support from mm -hmm. my parents because mm -hmm. they were doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. So I was living with my grandmother, and like I said, my aunt came up to support me at the school, but no one really talked about teen dating balance and mm -hmm. I don't even think that was that was a thing Same. back then. Yeah. It didn't have a name. And so at the time I, I needed someone to encourage me. I needed someone to guide me mm -hmm. to say hey and I'm sure there may have been some signs mm -hmm. that my boyfriend may have been abusive um, 
but I don't think my grandmother, my aunt knew to look for those signs mm -hmm. or to see maybe a change in me. Because mm -hmm. um, if that happened today, like I have a 14 year old daughter and if I see some boy hang, first of all, no boy's going to be hanging around her that much <laughs> anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So those things will be prevented. But just to just open up and say, hey, let's talk. Mm -hmm. But again, people just it's did not, they just didn't talk about it. And, a, and another, oh, go ahead, Ross. No, and I was going to agree with you when you said, like, when you asked the question, what would you looking for? And I don't want to speak ill uh, or anything, but it was the same thing for me because yeah. I had the same thing, too, and I was looking for my parents right. to say something, but um, God rest my mom, so, but they were busy living their life yeah. and doing mm -hmm. their thing and trying to provide for the family. Right. So I'm an honor roll student, and I'm in this right. club, I'm doing mm -hmm. this, I'm smiling, so right. you, you don't sue it, but, but I really wanted one day for my parents to be like, why he always up here? Mm -hmm. Like, why, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But because mm -hmm. everything else is going right, but what I learned growing up and what I learned is that um, at that time, my mom couldn't help me because wow. she was still struggling with the things that right. she never did. So she was not equipped to do, especially what happened in my household right. wasn't no different than what I was going through as a teenager. So she couldn't help me. Wow. But it wasn't until I was grown that I realized this is why she didn't help me. She didn't know how to help me because she wow. didn't even know how to help herself. That right. is yes. true. So, yeah. That is true. And I get that question a lot asked of me by parents, you know, um, teens that's anywhere from 14 to less like 19 years right. old and they say what can I do the hard fact that I had to come to and to realize that when you're dealing with teens that's already in an abusive relationship mm -hmm. it's really hard for so a parent to step day. in yep. mm -hmm. it's really hard because I remember when it was happening to me nobody couldn't tell me anything nope. about that's him that's true Nobody couldn't yeah. tell me to leave him. A lot of times mm -hmm. I hid mine because I knew they was going to tell oh, me to leave. Okay. I couldn't let him we'll leave. Turn on okay. them first. Yeah, we'll turn on oh, them wow. first because yeah. if, if, you, if, if this, this is, this is my, my point of saying that because a lot of people always want to know what they can do. That's why it's so important that when it comes to violence that we have to teach children very young yeah, about healthy relationships, unhealthy in. relationships, yeah, because by the time they get in it, it's already right, too late. True. It's too late. It's that's too true. late. And I know um, we want to do everything that we can, you know, we want to do everything that we can to help them. But by that time, as a parent, the child is maybe is going to start disrespecting you. Mm -hmm. They will even be willing to leave your yeah, house to be with that, be with that person yep. because that for true. some reason they have bonded with this That's person true. through uh, all that right. unhealthiness because they thinking this is what relationship they is. What is. And, and their mm -hmm. mind is thinking that and this is what he or she is telling them and, and things like that. And like you said, we have to touch them. Yeah, because you know the mother and daughter tea thing mm -hmm. that you had that you mm -hmm. were speaking at. My daughter was seven, and I brought her, and a lot of people was like, oh, she's seven, why is she here? I'm like, because God willing, she's going to be 12 one day. Yes. And 13 one day. I don't want to teach her at 12 and 13. This is it's too late then. Like. Yeah. It's too late. I it's need her late. to see it right now Absolutely. at seven and at eight and at nine. So that when it comes time when someone comes, they're not coming with no she's foolishness. Already, they're they're better knows. equipped. Yes, they're right. better she equipped. So I, so I yes. try to tell the best thing you can do as, an, uh, as a parent with a teenage child that's going through that 
you have to build the trust back up mm -hmm. for some because at some place true. and some point in your relationship there is no trust mm -hmm. there is no respect yeah, there so it you have to build on that first and a lot of times because we are those parents that's working and mm -hmm. doing things and then uh, when our children look at us they look at us like we fall short mm -hmm. We do fall short because we can't be there all the right, time. We're not true. understanding. We we haven't even been taught because we can't talk to our mothers. Right, and so how are we going to talk to our daughters? Right. And that's why when it comes to um, breaking this whole generational thing, because domestic violence is a generational thing. Absolutely. And we're still dealing with, I know in my family, we're still dealing with all the, the, the um, generational abuse that has happened with my grandmother. Wow. And my grandmother is no longer here. Wow. But we are still dealing with in the family those generational things. Yep. And so for me of how I look at it now is that when you try to break the curse, you have to go and break the curse with the youngest yep. generation mm -hmm. that you have yep. in your family. Start. You have to start there. Yep. You have to start there. You have to get those younger children. You have to pour into them. And that's when the village come in. Mm -hmm. We got to come back to understanding Amen. what the village mean. Because as a parent, me and my daughter may not talk. But I may got a girlfriend that she can talk right, to and yeah, say everything yeah. to that she can hear from a different place. Amen. And we as parents need to be okay with that. Yes. Okay. I, I always tell my kids, listen, if you don't want to talk to me, talk to someone. Somebody. Someone that you That's know true. has your best interest at heart, That's that you true. trust, that your mama trusts. Like somebody, you, let's be honest, they're not going to tell you everything. They're not. I don't care what child it is, <laughs> they don't tell you everything. Right. You didn't mm -hmm. tell your parents everything. But I want my kids to know like, hey. If you feel in this kind of way, you can talk to this person. You can talk to Mick. Mm -hmm. You can talk to, you know, this person. You can talk and know that they have your best interests at right. heart. But Absolutely. we got to get the village back because the That's way true. it's going now and how parents act, what goes on in my house, don't be talking about what's going on in my house. This is my child. Da, 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 I know what's better. And you don't because none of us know everything. So we all need each other. And we, know, and we know because of the stats that if, if your teen is going through dating violence, that they're more likely to talk to their friend before they ever come to you. And so that's another thing that we have to do when we're trying to eradicate this whole thing. We have to get um, people to understand how do I be a friend to yeah. my friend that's Amen. being abused because that looks like something right. yeah. you know and my friend got to understand that if I see you in an abusive relationship and it, it got to come to a point where we'll be like you know what sister I love you and everything but I got to tell your mother and father what's mm -hmm. going yeah. on I can't yeah. hold a secret Absolutely. of this loyalty yeah. that I have to you and then Lord forbid something happened to you Absolutely. and then now I'm at your at, at your mother's house telling them, oh yeah, he did this. It's well, why? Late. It's too late then. Right. It's too late. It is. You want to share it now Jesus. for what? No. It, it, it's no. It's no gain to share it now. We have to teach them that it, it, about loyalty because they don't know what loyalty no, their means. Their definition of loyalty. They think it's keeping a secret. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A harmful secret. Yeah. Absolutely. A harmful secret. And they got to understand what what these words mean because they 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 don't understand the definition of words. And they did, like you said, they'll take something and think that it's private and, and use it as, you know, this secret. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, I've always known that when I see things in a negative way, people always say, let's keep this a secret. Mm -hmm. Like anything negative mm -hmm. is always like, well, you got to keep this a secret. No, but if it's privacy, it's something, it's not a secret, it's just that you just don't need to know. Right. 
It ain't harming nobody. It ain't right. hurting nobody. Right. But a secret is hurting people. Somebody, Absolutely. Yeah. somebody is being hurt if somebody is keeping a secret. And so they yeah. need to, the kids need to be taught. Yeah. That they, they need to be taught the difference. They need to be taught the difference. how they um, teaching anti-bullying in school. Yes. Same thing. If you see something, say something. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so they prop, well, they do need to bring in the teen domestic violence mm -hmm. workshops they do. and mm -hmm. things like that. That should be mandatory. And we had one in Charles County last year. Oh, wow. we, we had one. So two years in a row we did one. The first one we had about 30, 20 or 30 kids, right? Yeah. The second, like 30. The second one we had <laughs> over 60 kids yep. in there. 60. So I'm like, the need is for it. Oh, we had So we did it on a Monday when school was closed. Mm -hmm. We had 60 parents drop their teenagers off. It was like maybe 65. 65 parents dropped their teenager off for this free workshop that we did on Teen Day Invite. Wow. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff we heard in it when they talk about what loyalty is, how they wow. accept a little lie over a big lie. And we like, well, what's a little lie? Yes. Well, what's wow. a, how, it's, how it's a part of the relationship. When you get in a relationship, I gotta have all your passwords to all your social like, media. Yes, wow. that, that is like that's see, and that's why that's a mandatory in a relationship. Oh, yeah. So I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, you gotta give out your social media. Um, none of that could be secret. Like, I gotta what? be able to tweet. Yes, oh, and we, I mean, we were just sitting here like. I was like, oh, I need to catch up. Yeah, like, so I right, can know because I, I, have, I have a 20 And they learned that price. day that that's not loyalty, yes. that's control. Yes. See, wow. that's that's why it's so important that they have to be taught because a lot of times they're not they getting it. Know. They're not they getting it at know. home. And we know the school system is not um, giving that to right. them. Mm -hmm. But they're not getting that at home. Yep. And then what 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 are, what, um... What information are they getting at home? Right. What are they seeing? Are they how 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 is mommy interacting with daddy? How is their relationship? Right. You know, all that play a big part about it. That's true. And even with the young ladies, with the teen girls, like with my daughter, and what we've been doing for the past couple of years, we speak words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So I've made yeah. a list of cards for her and a list of cards for myself. So that's one of the things I wish I had mm -hmm. in terms of building up the self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And so that's my thing. And because of the things that I've gone through as a teen and as a young adult, I have vowed, I said, I will not, even though I can't control anything, but to prevent, to help prevent, I'm going to build my daughter up. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though her father is not there physically present, mm -hmm. God give me the grace and the mm -hmm. wisdom to do what I need to do to help her Amen. be the best that she can be. Amen. And that's and very important. And to never go through what I went through. So yep. she'll know her worth. Absolutely. And that's Amen. just it. And even, and even with adults, a lot of women don't know no, our worth. Yeah, yeah, because they are 40, 50 years old and you're still, still trying to figure out who but they, they are. Yes. But they are adult. They Absolutely. are adult in age and body only. Absolutely. Mentally, they are still that wounded child. Wherever yes. it happened that whether they was five, whether yep. they were eight, Absolutely. they are still that wounded child. So that child has to be healed. And that's why and it's that, so important Absolutely. young age teaching them affirmation, teaching them to be able to look in Did the she, mirror at yes. themselves yes. to know that. Because I I used to do a um, workshop with a mirror mm -hmm. where yeah. they look in the they, mirror yeah. and grown women can't yes. look in the mirror. They yes. can't even look at their self and, and tell me what they see yeah. in the mirror. So I, yeah. we have to start bringing these. And I consider that to be like a life skill, It yes. is like to be able to get them, get there to understand what self-love is. Yes. Because I know for me, I, I battled my life with self-love for myself because mm -hmm. so many people told me that I was selfish. Wow. So I spent a lot of, a lot of my life trying not to be selfish Aww. 
You know what I'm saying? But then it clicked when I started getting therapy and stuff mm -hmm. and learning who I was and that it's okay for you to love you first. Absolutely. You don't give everybody all of you. Then when, when we give us. people all of us and don't take care of us, that's when we get to depression. That's why I, I had, I, I dealt with depression in my life, mm -hmm. anxiety and all those things and suicidal thoughts wow. and all because I'm trying to take care of everybody else and mm -hmm. not taking care of me. Wow. So afraid of what people gonna say. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, um, you, in my mom's death, mm -hmm. you know, as painful it is, that has shown me a lot about people, friendships, mm -hmm. relationships, things like that. I'm like, oh my goodness, some of the life lessons that I have been trying to learn for so long, I literally got them on October the 12th when my wow. mom took her last breath. Cause I paid attention to what a friend really was. Mm -hmm. Like who a friend really was, like, in my lowest, in my darkest mm -hmm. right now, when I see all the people around me, it's not how I thought it would look like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like, while it has taught me a lot mm -hmm. of, um, you know, just a lot of things. And nowadays, kids don't know how to be friends. Wow. Mm -hmm. They really don't know what a friendship looks like at all. Um, and we know that because after the thing, we had 10 kids come in here mm -hmm. um, and speak on relationship and friendship. And each of them had a different perspective wow. yep. on what a friend was. We asked each one of them what, they, what was the one thing they wanted in a relationship. Each one of them had a different thing. This one was like, I accept little lies. This one was like, mm. I ain't accepting no lies. Right. This one was like, well, big lies, okay? And we're all confused. Like, this this should be a unit. Like, they should mm -hmm. be knowing what love is, what a friendship Absolutely. is. But not, none of them knew. They all had... Um, something different we have a lot of work we, we have, have a, a lot we have a lot of work it's because nice. we even know like even from our generation i know with me is that you know my parents was even scared to talk to me about sex mm -hmm. they they didn't have those conversations yeah and even and even happens. and even with um <laughs> domestic violence like it was happening and like you were here no he gonna do this to you and he gonna mm -hmm. do yet but it didn't come in a way for you to learn it was more of uh, of a thing of hollering at you and telling you and you feeling as though well i'm grown i could do what i want to mm -hmm. do because i don't know for some reason we hit 13 and we think we know more than our parents my grandma we think we think we think we know more than and it's so amazing to me because i'd be like when you look at it you'd be like oh my god they acting out at 13 and 14 and you think that it's better for you out in the streets than here with me you don't even know what's going on you have no and now nowadays not that this stuff wasn't happening but with the social media it's on another level human trafficking with every day the alerts of somebody's child is missing can't find them like you think you know more than what we trying to teach you? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just turn on the news. And I think the problem is people don't believe it happened until it happens wow. to them. This Absolutely. Yeah. But Absolutely. if it's happening to one of us, it's happening it's to all, all, of all, of us. Us. all of us. We all share missing. We all moms and aunties and stuff. So we all share missing person report. Mm -hmm. This child's been abducted. Grown people get abducted. Yeah. Like, it's not just our children. It's everyone. But... You think that it, if it doesn't happen to you, then it has nothing to do with you. But that's wrong. It's mm -hmm. a village, and mm -hmm. we need to take our communities back. I don't. I just don't understand it. What we're gonna need for that to happen? Well, I, I my thought is is that um, the school system, the board of education, mm -hmm. is definitely gonna have to sit and come together to the table. So yeah, I know. I said two, two ass, uh -huh. two sides on it. Uh -huh. They're gonna have to come together and be able to put this in the school system. They it has to, to be taught on a broader level because the reason why I say that is because in the households, 
everybody is not educating themselves to mm -hmm. be able to do it properly. Right. Right. So just like um, health ed, when they wanted to, to teach say, you how to take care of your mm -hmm. body and do all these things, it should be in incorporated in into that. that. So I do, I, first of all, you guys know that I work in the school system. So number one, health ed is not the health ed that we got back in the day. Really? I just mm -hmm. wanna, health ed is hygiene. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what health education is. It's put on some deodorant, make sure you stay clean, like that type of thing. Because so much things have been taken away right. out of the school so system much. for so many reasons. Do I agree we need to be teaching stuff in the school system? I totally do agree. However, the school system is not caught up with the times yet because they're still trying to filter through and clean up the things that they are going through. So parents are not okay with letting this stuff happen and this stuff happen because this happened in the school last year or this That's teacher true. just got... Yeah put in jail for this or this coach just mm -hmm. got put in jail so it's like who do i trust who like as, I a, trust, as a parent because yeah. i am a parent as a parent i'm like no i'm not putting my kids in these programs who are these people as an educator i'm like we need to educate them more but until we get the communities to come together listen not every child even let the, let every parent even let that child take the health education and it's very generic like it's not like they don't even let them take yeah, they that. They have to have the permission. Mm. Yeah, they had a permission. Yeah. And they, they don't. They don't I sign you, them. I give you say no. Mm. <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be funny, right. but see how you saying no? It's the same thing when we talk about we want to teach them how to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing when we want to teach them. First of all, a lot of parents are not open to the domestic violence talk because you hitting how you hitting that house. Because mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. Man, you yeah. about to put all that business uh -huh. out by mm -hmm. putting That's that child true. in. Mm -hmm. So while we want the schools to do it, if we don't reach these parents first, this yeah. school is not gonna be able to do it. Cause it's like, oh, you want to teach my child about domestic violence, and I'm getting my head knocked off every day, mm -hmm. and now my child might tell you what's going mm -hmm. on in my house because now true. you didn't taught them what domestic violence mm -hmm. is. They're not gonna do it because. And, and, and what it is is that even with the bullying, you know, um, bullying is starting in, in grade school mm -hmm. of how the um, children interact with each other. But then as they grow, then it turns into teen dating yep. vibes because that's they true. bring all those habits and everything. And now they're not, they're not doing it to the boy that's sitting next to them. Then they're doing it to the woman or man that's mm -hmm. in their life yep. because so women cycle. do abuse as well. Oh, they, they do. do. And so, um, yeah. And so it has to be broken at somewhere, somewhere um, as it's going to have to take the whole community. It's going to have to be the church. It's going to have to be the school. It's going to have to be everybody going to have to come together and do this. They this do. Everybody has to come together. That's the only way we can do it. We can't have one group teaching how it's supposed to do, and we got a whole lot of other kids don't know how what is supposed to be done. Like, we have to tackle it. School, home, church, church community, yes. recreation. Like, this all the way around the yes. board. And we're not there and, and, it, and, be, and because there. it's an epidemic, if this was a ill, if this was a, a, a disease, mm -hmm. and it, it had would, these yeah. numbers, and it was an epidemic, mm -hmm. everybody would yes. be trying to find a cure mm -hmm. to be able to do something so we can change it. And, and here's the thing, it is a disease. Yes, it is. Depression, PTSD, anxiety, suicide, low self-esteem. Like, we can go on and on and on of all the things that happens that comes out of this. Domestic violence, bullying, you know, mm -hmm. all of these things that um, our children and adults are dealing with. Right, and it's a big mental health issue, too. Oh, yes, it is. Because I was actually thinking about that, and it dawned on me, even with my ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, when we were coming along in high school, and when I look back over that whole situation, and knowing what I know now, 
I definitely believe there was some mental health issues that never got addressed. Never of got addressed. Course. And so because back then that was not a thing. That was something Taboo. they ashamed of. Yeah. Or it was like, oh, he's just angry. He has ang anger issues. Anger issues. issues. No, there's yeah. some there's some even when we were married, there's some there was some mental issues. They didn't get yeah, they resolved. never got addressed. They never got and, resolved, never got right. addressed. Because you know we don't do therapy and, and no those therapy. in this house stays in And those are the things that we and those are the same things that we protect our abusers. Yeah. With those yeah. those things that we know as their spouse, as their girlfriend or whoever, mm -hmm. because we know we see it, but then we'll protect them from mm -hmm. that. We want to shield them. We want because we know they are hurting. We know mm -hmm. they are in pain, and we off. really want to yeah, believe right. that it's gonna get, get better. Right. Thinking that oh okay, well um, if I show him that I can be this type of woman for him, then maybe he'll do what he need to do mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, I actually had a family member tell me, because my ex-husband, he was an alcoholic, so he drank and drank and drank. And I had a family member tell me that he was angry and abusive because of the alcohol. But that's a lie. I never believe that. Mm -hmm. An abuser, they, they choose to be an abuser. Mm -hmm. It's not the alcohol. It's not the reason. It's not the cause of the abuse. It's a factor. But even before he became an alcoholic, mm -hmm. before he grabbed that bottle, mm -hmm. he was abusive. Yeah, alcohol, yeah alcohol it just, it just, was going it through just, already. Absolutely. That's what he was using absolutely. And the alcohol is only going to bring out what's already exactly. in. That's Something it. that was yeah, deep already in you. Drink it, was the already, yeah. it was already in you. Yeah, that yeah. caused him to drink the alcohol anyway. And that's the thing. Like, like you said, you know, I came out about my depression in May. I think it was. I came out about my depression. But listen, I've been dealing with it since I was a teenager. You know, mm -hmm. I was clinically diagnosed depression, PTSD, and anxiety. I just turned 39. I just came out about it in May. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So if, you know how many other people are suffering inside, I put a smile on my face, go to work, raise four beautiful children, I'm a wife, you know, all these things, but yet and still, I finally was like, I can't take it no more, and wow. I came out about what has been hindering me, so I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, mm -hmm. but in all of the things that we do in the community, things like that, I finally was like, I can't be that person. I can't be telling people how to get help and how to do this and listen to them, And but I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, I'm in a boat with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I came out about it, you know, that I'm like, okay, there is healing. Like, yeah. we can do this. Because like, it's about overcoming it. Yes, it's right. about overcoming it. And now that you when, you, when you were able to go forward and say, you know, come out to say, this is what I'm dealing with, that's how you overcome it. That's because a lot of times healed. when it yeah. stays where, you know, not not saying hiding it, right. but when it stays in the background, you know, in we still keep, we, mm -hmm. keep, we keep dealing with it over it and over and over healed. again. Yeah. But then when we expose it, it's like, oh, my God. And then you got. It's like you feel the weight you, lift right. up off. You be like, all I have Absolutely. to do is talk about. That's, That's why people it. say it's so important that with anything that we're going through, that it's so important Absolutely. just to start to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. it. it is so healing within itself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is. It definitely is. And whatever it is that you need to do to heal, therapy, whatever, it is, Absolutely. I don't understand why they told us that therapy was a bad thing, you know, growing up, what goes on in this household, stay in the household. Listen, if it's something that's going on in your household that is harming you, then you need to say something. Get, you need help. to get help. There's Professional help. There's so many resources right. out here now. I wish I knew about these things when I was Oh, I say that through. all the time, Exactly, yes. like. I wouldn't have thought I was the only child that was, like, being abused, you know. But oh. there's so many resources out yeah. here now. 
Well, I know for um, for me, like in my community, of why things hid so long is because um, of religion. Mm -hmm. Religion mm. kept our people this in pain so because we thought that you know that just praying was going to change everything. And mm -hmm. I, I don't I want any people to get confused with right, what I'm right. saying because I believe in prayer. Absolutely. I believe that prayer changes things, but there is action after the prayer. Yes. Like you have to do something. You, gotta do, you, gotta you do have some to work. do something. That's Make like people I like, I, I pray that I lose weight and yet you eat a whole cake every day. You can yes. pray, you can pray, pray all day, day long. You ain't gonna lose an ounce. You gonna eat this whole cake every <laughs> day. You ain't losing nothing. Exactly. So it ain't the prayer then that work. It's what you, you did right. that yes. did not work. Absolutely. So prayer without work is dead. Anyway. Yes, it is. You gotta, yes, it you is. We have to do the work. We have to do the work. So tell us, how have you been doing the work? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. So praise be to God. Amen. So when he finally set it up for me to escape the abusive relationship, which was my marriage, I was just able to escape. That was my thing. I didn't even want to seek revenge. I just wanted out mm -hmm. of it. So God just began to deal with me. Even there's another side to the story. And I know we don't have time, but I actually gave that part of my testimony um, at my women's um, ministry at church. But I came out of that abusive relationship and at the time I was saved. But when I came out from that relationship, I sort of turned my back mm -hmm. on God as well mm -hmm. because I was so drained. I was tired. I was drained emotionally, mentally, spiritually because he had taken so much from me that I wanted to be happy. Mm. And my happy was me doing what I wanted to do. And therefore I turned to some, you know, made some bad decisions. But through that whole process, and that was over 15, 16 years ago, but I forgave my ex-husband. I rededicated my life back to Christ. Amen. And God. so I just began yes. to, um, you know, make new friends, sisters in Christ at my church, a new home Baptist church. And yes, so, <laughs> new home Baptist church. <laughs> and so I just thank God for the process. I was mm -hmm. able to forgive and just be able to make wiser decisions as it relates to who today, who not today, mm -hmm. even in terms of platonic relationships. So I just thank God for the, the healing. Absolutely. I'm free. I, I'm Amen. where I am today. It's not all roses and but I'm not where I used to be. I'm not Amen. where I used to be. Yeah. And I have just grown Amen so much. That. And Amen I would not, you can never pay me. There's not enough money to pay me to, Amen. I mean, this peace that mm -hmm. I have, the joy that I have, yes. I mean, I would not trade it for nothing. Yes. It took me a long time to get here, mm -hmm. and I just thank God that he has blessed me to forgive and to just move forward. So I just went from a survivor to a thriver, and I'm just grateful Amen. to God. Like Absolutely, it. and survivor I'm glad you didn't share that other side of the story because that way you guys can yes. book her and have her come <laughs> out and come out to speak to your church, to mm -hmm. your school, your women's group, or whatever. And, y'all, we got to talk about this. And um, a lot of people, they only want to hear about domestic violence in October. That's the only time where they right. open it up and they got a listening ear. But I'm telling you, domestic violence is going on 365 right days As a talking, year. People years. are being affected. Three women, three, three women within the last hour has lost their life wow. somewhere in the United States, has been killed 
due to domestic wow. violence. Yep. So this is something that we got to deal with. We got to talk about it. We got to be free to talk about it yep. because it's time for us to be healed. So the next generation, we can already see, guys, everything that's up against our children. It's not even a fair war. But we got to step back into it to protect them and give them the tools that they need to fight because this is their war that they got to fight. You can't be there with them all the time. Yeah. You can't be with them all the time. So they're going to have to know what to do, what things look like, how to get out of it, how to be a friend to someone. Absolutely. And to understand that you don't have to have a boyfriend or a Thank girlfriend, you. young hey, man. Yes. You ain't no, you ain't no, what they, what they call you when you don't have a boyfriend or... What the, I don't even know I don't what they even call. Know, but listen, see the world. Have yes. Live life. I miss a lot of my yes. childhood, teenage years. I didn't go to my prom, none of that. Wow. Please live your life. Come on this cruise we got going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Live your, it's called live, live your, your life cruise. Live your best life cruise. Yes. Like, forget all of that. <laughs> forget all of that. So, um, Sean, how can they get in contact with you? You on social media. I'm on social media. Like she mentioned, I am a real estate agent licensed in Maryland. So if you have any questions as it relates to domestic violence or purchasing yes, or selling, selling. A home, <laughs> you can contact me. My number is 240-813-4698. Or I'm on Facebook at Sean, the 411 realtor, and also the same on Instagram, Sean, the 411 realtor. You guys know you can always reach me, Manly's Blended Family, Facebook, Internet, Twitter. Um, Manly's Blended Family dot com is the website. Thank you. Also, guys, you know, you can um, contact me on Facebook and Instagram at NBA Speaks. And also my website is NBAspeaks.com. Guys, please do not forget about the events that we're having here. We are in dire need of toys yes. to be able to support these children yes. and these families. And also, if you're looking to buy a new house, sell your house, please get in contact with Sean, guys. And also, yes. you know, reach out to her to get her to come to your church. She's a woman of God. She has a message. She has a story to tell. Amen. And, guys, we just need it. We need to support one another. We need to... Just do what we have to do to be able to save our children, Amen. the next generation, because Amen. like I said, they are up against so much. Okay. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back here next week at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys. Have a great evening, and God bless. God Good night. Yeah.